What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 40 of the Reps Podcast. Today, we're talking about motivation, man. Um, so if you are subscribed to the site, if you're a member of the site, uh, then you probably got the notification yesterday uh, that a new blog was posted. Uh, that's one of the cool things, actually, about, uh, you know, if you go over to the site, metastatics.net, um, and just create an account, you know, just, just put in your email and create uh, an account, then you get access to our app. Uh, it's the Space app, and um, it basically takes the whole site and puts it into like an app version where you can get notifications on new blogs, new products, new programs, uh, and then also the whole membership site is accessible through that app as well. So it's actually it's pretty sweet. Um, but if you're not, which you should be, it's okay. I still got you covered because today I'm actually going to read the blog. Uh, that I wrote on motivation, man. And the reason I'm reading this is because this is something that I think a lot of people don't understand. Um, and I think it is something that's kind of getting lost uh, on a lot of people in today's day and age. So um, I'm just going to go ahead and read through this real quick. It's not long. Uh, and then I'll, I'll probably kind of dive into uh, a few key points afterwards. So let me just get a little drink here. And here we go. <clears throat> the last few years, I've begun to have a problem with the word motivation. Not so much with the concept of motivation itself and what it stands for, but more so with what it has become. Society today has diligently and successfully pursued a life of comfort and convenience. Every new breakthrough, invention, or system is aimed at making our daily lives easier. After all, it is human nature to want things to be easier, right? But the problem lies in the fact that no matter what we do or create as a society, we can't make life easier. Living a life is not easy. It's filled with ups and downs, good times and bad. It is hard and it can be and will be painful at times. And this is where we have gone wrong as a society. Merely existing as time passes does not constitute living your life. The life of convenience that we have so diligently sought out has lulled us into a coma of comfort, and comfort is a serial killer of dreams. Food used to be the biggest motivator for humans. Man had to hunt for food in order to feed his family and survive. It was the single biggest driving force behind survival. In today's world, man doesn't even have to go to the grocery store to attain his food anymore. They can grab their phone and use DoorDash or have a grocery store deliver everything right to their doorstep. What's next? You need them to put everything in your refrigerator too? And we wonder why people lack motivation. I'll give you a hint. It's because we've gotten lazy. The life of comfort and convenience has extinguished the fire within that drives us to aspire for more. The fire that would drive us to pop the bubble that is our comfort zone and reach beyond into the painful and scary unknown for the chance to accomplish and fulfills, fulfill our goals and aspirations. <clears throat> the reason motivation has begun to bother me is because motivation has taken on a new identity in today's world. I call it motivation culture. You can't go online anymore without seeing some kind of motivational quote or soundbite that is over-dramatized with the aims of preying off these people who are just dying for any kind of motivation to snap them out of their funk. The unfortunate truth is that for these people, their fires have been completely blown out and extinguished, 
and these little snippets online are nothing more than a single spark falling on cold ash. It might invoke feeling or emotion in them at first, but there's nothing substantial enough to restart their fire. This is what motivation in today's world has come to, more of a packaged product to try and sell. This is why I have a problem with it. You cannot buy motivation. It must be discovered, cultivated, and earned. But once you have it, the real thing, watch out. Step one, motivation culture is all about feelings. Its sole purpose is to get you feeling warm and hopeful inside to try and get you to hit a like button or follow an account. But unfortunately, that's where the action stops. And that is precisely what is missing from the entire equation when it comes to motivation culture. Action. Real motivation is pain. It was the pain of hunger and starvation that drove man to hunt for food. It is the pain of being homeless that drives you to work every day. It is the pain of becoming diabetic that forces a person to turn their lifestyle around. All these things contain action. People may not like this point of view. It may look like a negative and pessimistic way to look at it. Motivation is supposed to be positive and hopeful and optimistic. Wrong. That's the neatly packaged motivation product that is being peddled to people who need the sugar coating. If you don't like this framing of what I'm talking about, it is merely because you have not developed the proper relationship with pain. I'm not talking about the break your arm kind of pain. I'm talking about the pain of regret, the pain of missed opportunity, the pain of unfulfilled potential, the pain of letting down the people you care about. We don't want pain and stress to be a mainstay in our lives, but we must not avoid it either. Pain, in this instance, is our friend. Pain tells us where we need to focus our time. Pain reveals the path which we must walk to better our lives. Pain gives us the motivation to do something about it, because pain is uncomfortable. In a world and society that chases comfort, you will instantly set yourself apart by seeking out the discomfort. If you want to be motivated, get uncomfortable. There's no doubt that most people know exactly what they need to do to better their lives in some capacity because they do feel some level of pain, whether it's losing weight, finding a different job, finding a better partner, etc. But the pain isn't strong enough to override the level of comfort they find themselves in. They know they should probably go to the gym after work, but the new season of XYZ just came out on Netflix and grabbing a pizza on their way home to binge it on the sofa sounds way better, way more comfortable. You want to be more productive and lose some weight? Unplug your TV for 30 days and see what happens. When you start to strip away the things that distract you from the pains in your life, you would be shocked at just how motivated you can become. What are you going to do? Go home and stare at the wall for five hours? Suddenly going to the gym doesn't sound so bad. Step one is simple. Get uncomfortable. Strip away all the things in your life that kill time, that distract you, that take your mind off everything. Sit with yourself and your thoughts. Let the pain of what you're missing in your life make itself known so you know where to focus your efforts. Step two. Step one shows us the path. It gives us the pain and the reason behind what we need to do. The second half of the equation is action. You know the path, you see the path, but now you must sack up and walk the path. Motivation without action is worthless, because without action, nothing changes. Unfortunately, this is where 99.99% of the motivation culture ends up. There is such an abundance of it at our disposal that we merely ingest it 
without ever acting on what its message was intended for. People just chase the quick hit of hope and optimism they get from it because it makes them feel less hopeless about their current situation. Temporarily. Then they just continue scrolling. Yet another one of those mindless, time-killing distractions. No action, no change. It's time to set some goals, but it's the type of goals we set that will make it or break it for us. Most of the time when someone sets a goal for themselves, it is always based on an outcome. Keeping with our weight loss example, a person would set a goal to lose 20 pounds. This is a mistake. We can have a desired outcome, but it is not where our daily focus should be. The goals we set should be process-based goals. What does the path look like on the way to the desired outcome? Let us use a relatable example. Let's say I was going to drive from Detroit to Los Angeles. Yes, LA is my desired outcome. However, on day one, my goal is not to make it to Los Angeles. Maybe my first goal is to get a car. My second goal would be to fill up the gas tank, then get four hours of driving in and try to get to Chicago. The next day, maybe the goal is to get to Denver. Correctly following a process ensures the end state is within reach. People focusing on their desired end state is one of the biggest mistakes I continually see. It is so easy to get discouraged when you see how far you still have to go, and it becomes very easy to lose motivation. Think about it. Which is a better frame of mind? I have 31 hours and 2,257 miles left until I get to L.A., or I have just under 4 hours and 260 miles until I get to Chicago. In application with our weight loss example, the goal of losing 20 pounds is the end state. That's Los Angeles. The goals we should have in place would be getting to the gym 5 hours per week, going on daily walks, hitting daily hydration goals, eating at or below maintenance calories with high quality foods. These are things that can be accomplished every single day. This reinforces positive momentum and breeds success. And because these things are process-based, things proven to help lose weight, then the desired end state is reached when the path is adhered to. Step two, set process-based goals and get to work. Take action. Step three, even though this is technically step three, that does not mean it comes last. In fact, it must come first. But I put it here so it's the last thing you take away from this article. It is the single most important ingredient in achieving anything during your life. It is more powerful than motivation. It is more powerful than discipline. It is self-belief. You must believe that you are capable of accomplishing whatever it is you are setting out to do. Because if you don't, the first sign of struggle or setback will justify the lack of belief you have and give you the go-ahead to throw in the towel. If a person doesn't think they can lose 20 pounds, then as soon as they get hit with some adversity, they will think, oh well, who cares? I wasn't going to be able to do this anyways. And then they quit. Belief belief in oneself is the lifeblood of a champion. This is why our training is so important. Because there's not a place on this earth where belief can be better cultivated than within the training of our body. Through overcoming physical hardship and making friends with pain, we begin to build that belief in ourselves. We come back stronger physically and mentally with every workout. We no longer see pain as an enemy to avoid, but rather a shepherd to seek out because we know that it will lead us to growth. If you are lacking motivation, then you are probably out of shape. Be honest with yourself. I've been there myself, I know. It sucks and it is painful. 
painful because you know you could be more. This is the backbone of what Metasthenics.net is all about, showing people that they are capable of more than they ever thought possible when given the right plan and the tools at their disposal. That starts with taking action and building the belief. You must find the motivation within to want to take that action. That is the only place real motivation can come from, within. Not the internet, not in a speech, not in this article. The only thing any of those things can help with is revealing some pain that you have ignored for far too long. Follow the pain. It will be your greatest compass and lead you to tremendous growth. Cancel the motivation culture and begin doing the work that moves the needle. So that's it, guys. That's the article. Um, you know, I, I wrote that over the course of last you know, a couple of weeks, man, and really kind of adding to it. You know, I started out, I wanted it to be more of like a, you know, I'm embarrassed to almost kind of say it, but more of like a popcorn type article, you know, something that goes right in line with that motivation culture. You know, I talk about the motivation culture and how I dislike it, but, you know, I'm just as guilty of it, right? Sorry to get a drink here. <clears throat> I'm just as guilty. I've put out that content as well. You know, I've tried to put out the cool picture with the cool quote, you know, and it has its place, right? Because like I said, that stuff can help maybe reveal some pain, you know, and that's really my goal of posting that stuff. You know, I, I don't try to post the super, you know, inspirational stuff. I almost try to get things that make people reflect on themselves, because that's the only time you're ever going to get truly motivated, man, is when you reflect with yourself and you start to listen and try to walk the path with whatever pain it is you have that you've been trying to ignore, that you've been trying to brush under the rug, you know, and, and you know, I was given the idea to write this article by somebody like, oh, you know, yeah, give them tips to help stay motivated and, you know, help them you know, adhere to things and, you know, much more of like a light, more positive type of thing. But that would have been a complete waste of time, guys. You know, that it would have been one of those things that you read it and you're like, oh, yeah, that's a really good idea. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, yeah. And then it just goes by the wayside, just like 99% of all that other stuff. Because that that's not true motivation. You know, that's optimism. Optimism doesn't move the needle. You know, it's it's nice to have and you can have that and you can be optimistic. But if you really want to commit to doing something and need to do something to better your situation, you know, whether it's your health, whether it's your finances, whether it's your career, it doesn't matter. It really comes from pain, guys. And when I say pain, people look at that as such a negative thing. And it's not. You know, like I said, we're not talking about like the break my arm kind of pain. I'm not, you know, I'm not a masochist. You know, I'm not saying we need to intentionally hurt ourselves. It's not what I'm saying. But if you if you just sit and and shut everything off, man, shut the TV off, get away from your phone and just sit and reflect. There will be aspects of your life that will speak to you, man. And it's speaking to you because you're not entirely happy with them you know you might not be entirely happy with how your body looks with the state of your health with the state of your relationships maybe the state of your finances and when you sit with it that pain gets louder you know and what that pain is is it's it's merely just the champion inside of you for lack of a better term you know the best version of yourself 
inside of you that's that's yelling at you basically saying hey like we gotta step shit up over here man like we can do better than this and it makes the current you that isn't living up to that potential feel shitty about yourself in a way and that's the pain i'm talking about and like yeah that's not good right but at the same time it should get you uncomfortable enough to want to do something about it you know and that's what we're talking about man so that's why all this shit man like the tv netflix tv shows scrolling on the phone social media all this shit is just it's a distraction it keeps the mind occupied so it's not focusing on that voice within telling you to get your shit together that voice within that's going to make you conscious and aware that you are not living up to your potential that's what i mean when i say pain follow that pain follow that voice listen reflect and i'm telling you if you follow that that is your compass man that is your compass to growth that is your compass to building a more well-rounded happy life that you can be proud of that you don't need to try to distract yourself from that you can live intentionally purposefully and joyfully so that's what we got on motivation guys um i hope this little you know doing this on the podcast where i could kind of you know, just explain it better, man. I'm a better speaker than a writer. You know, I'm not a huge writer. Um, you know, I like to speak, which is why I, you know, I've always leaned more po- more podcasting route. Um, but having kind of the dual threat with the blog, I think, is kind of cool because um, I, I think I want to kind of feature some some guest writers' blogs on the site as well. So, um, but no, it'll be cool to do both. So I hope this helped, guys. Um, if you like this episode. Uh, subscribe to the show, share this episode with somebody, man, share this episode with somebody that, you know, maybe is part of that motivation culture. Maybe that is always trying to look for, you know, those little snippets to try to snap them out of a funk or, you know, maybe just if you have a friend or a loved one that's in a funk, maybe send this to them man, and see, hopefully, you know, it can add some value to them. So appreciate you guys for listening. Um, go ahead. Run over, check out the site, metastenics.net with the blogs. We got programs on there, um, the new Medicon program. Like I said, summer's coming. Um, time to get in shape, man. Medicon, it's, it's metabolic conditioning at its core. You know, we still got a lot of calisthenics-based training in there. We got max effort lifting in there. It's, it's, the, it's the whole shebang, man. Everything you're going to need this summer to get in phenomenal shape and to get healthy. And two secret bonus tip prep you for the mass gain coming in the fall oh yeah meta mass coming in the fall that's going to be very very fun i'm excited for that so uh swing over to the site guys check that out um appreciate you guys for listening like the show share the show and we will catch you on the next